when we were shoveling snow to play ball in February and March. For me, it's playing ice hockey with the boys and making that amazing pass. And when the clock went down to zero, every team just came down to the court and they started just to celebrate with us. And that moment was so pure because I just remember thinking, wow, like we're just a big team. Hey, this is Dominic Susi, and welcome to my purest sports moment. Hey, welcome to our purest sports moment. I'm Dominic Susi, your O's, with Bianca Shea and Ryan Don. What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, Dom, how's it going? I'm pretty, pretty, pretty good. Had a big day today, so it's uh, I'm happy to be with you guys tonight. Uh, Ryan, let's start with you like right off the bat. Like I, I, I saw your TikTok video last time, so tell me your your, your purest sports moment. I want I want to hear it again and try to understand a little bit more about what you said, like uh, about that. So because you used to play soccer, is that it? Yes, it definitely needs more of an explanation than like a minute of of a story. But uh, yes, yeah, so I was living in Sofia, Bulgaria uh, at the time, and a buddy Why? of mine who's us. Why was I living in a... I, good so question. I was, very good question. Uh, I was involved in this program called the Remote Year, where I actually lived in a different international city every month for 12 months. So, cool. so Sophia was the fourth city on my one-year tour. Um, and I traveled with a group of, of 50 people from kind of all over the world that we moved from place to place. 50? Um, and so one of... Yeah, it was around 50, 50 wow. people, I think, from... 11 countries um so it was a good it was a good group um and so one of my one of my good friends from this trip he's an australian guy also was big into soccer and and so we always tried wherever we went to find a place you know we're gonna play pickup here and it's, yeah. it's harder than it looks you know just in a in your own hometown to find like a pickup game never mind when you're like in a foreign country and don't speak the language <laughs> um but he had a friend who a friend of a friend who was bulgarian and was like hey i know of this game it goes off every Sunday. You can come. We'll, we'll pick you up and we'll drive you out to, to meet you. So this Bulgarian guy like shows up at our apartment and he does not speak like a lick of English. We're not entirely sure. We, we, we know he's the guy, but so he like drives us out. And it's like 45 minutes. We're sitting in this car like trying to talk to this Bulgarian guy, but he really like it, the language barrier was pretty tricky. Um, so we finally like pull up and we're in this like abandoned parking lot and we're now like are we is this like a murder scene that we're you know we're walking out to um we're just like in this totally abandoned lot like no field in sight no nothing we've been like driving for a while um and so we like walk out into the parking lot and we're like walking through the woods again like no field you don't hear any like chatter no like sense that we're anywhere like that we're gonna go and play a pickup game and so finally after like a mile of walking through these woods we like open up on this beautiful like two turf field facility um, where there's like a game already going on. And we were like half an hour late to the game. So the game's already like going off. And again, I guess the Australian American guy, like one, I don't think that they, they thought we were very good. And they're like, who are these random guys? Like just trying to like get into the game is, is tricky. So we're waiting, we're waiting, like biding our time kind of just like hanging on the sidelines. And so I guess what they do there's a lot of uh, Northern Africans that, that end up moving to Bulgaria. So the game is always kind of like Bulgarian yeah. locals versus the Northern Africans. And that's like every Sunday, like that's the game. No, no um, referees, no referees. Right. Absolutely no referees. Do, like do, it is, it's like, you know, shirts for skins kind of scenario. Do the African um, or like, like, like African in Canada where 
every like five minutes they like kind of yell at each other like and the, the the game stops every time a thousand a thousand percent yeah. it was like just walking into the field it is a very intense like there is there are guys screaming at each other they're like but it is a very like we were like walked in we're like okay holy shit this is like a this is a high level like these yeah. guys can all play this is pretty legit and so after biding our time for a while like a couple of guys on the bulgarian side like went down injured and so we finally got the like all right come on like let's see what you got and so me and my australian buddy like somehow ended up i think i was playing like left wing he's playing right wing and then how old are you right now like when you talk when you do that like so i was i was probably 25 okay 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 so so you had like real soccer skills like okay Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. I I had like still been playing regularly. Okay. It wasn't like I was, you know, some some schmuck like trying to show up and like play in this game. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so I get in the game and like we're we're playing well. Like the African team had been up big. I think it was like five six two, and we're sort of like crawling back into the game. Like the two of us are are really playing well together. Um, and all of a sudden we're like the respect kind of goes up a little bit. Like the guys are starting to get like stuck in on challenges on us. Um, And there's a couple guys on our side that like kind of spoke some English. So we're starting to like get a little bit of banter going. And we probably played, I don't know, we probably played for another hour, hour and a half. Um, and so we're like wrapping up. And again, we don't really know if we're like time to go home, like what the deal is. And there's a, a little like corner pub on the, basically just like on the side of the field. Like it's the field, the pub owns the fields, I okay. guess. And So we, we go with like, you know, again, it's the Bulgarians sit at a couple tables, the African guys sit at a couple tables and they go and have a couple beers. So we go and sit with, with the two uh, African guys, or sorry, the two Bulgarian guys that we like were kind of talking English with and they buy us beers. We had like, so we probably sat there, their kids are coming in and we probably sat there for, I don't know, three hours before we eventually like made our way back home, just like having beers with these Bulgarian guys. and. At one point, one of the guys, like, you know, after after a few drinks, he's like, man, we have a semi-professional team and we'll put you, uh, you know, we have a house in the mountains, all the girls you want, it has a pool. And he's like, we'll pay you 200, whatever the Bulgarian currency was, 200 a week. <laughs> and we're like, it's a nice offer, but, you know, I, I think we'll pass. Um, and so he did offer to, for us to come back and play in the pickup game whenever we wanted. Uh, but it was just such a cool such a cool experience like getting to play in this game where it was like this is a proper game like and and we learned the bulgarian guys like oh yeah a couple guys on the african side like you know he played for the egyptian yeah. national team he played here like these are guys that were like you know in their 40s now but were like legit players and could still play um and so it was just i don't know it was just a cool such like a unique experience that we went from this we're we gonna get murdered in this in this parking lot <laughs> to oh man this is like the most unbelievable game ever and you know they're just yelling at me american american like and that's like <laughs> yeah. how they couldn't even say my name like so it was just such a cool like such a treat to play at a game like that like where none of us spoke the same language but we were kind of wow. all you know became friends by the end and we're having beers together and the the you know telling old soccer stories or telling stories from our travels like you know those things kind of translate no matter no matter yeah. where you are and so it was it was a great experience That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I, I love I love the van because that's literally what every mother warns their child not to do. Like, don't trust strangers. Don't get in a van. And you just did both yeah. right off the bat with the promise of soccer. Yeah, and we were like, I mean, we we knew who this guy was, or at least like this, our contact knew who he was. Yeah. So we were like, all right, like he's probably not going to murder us. Like we, he might take us. We don't know where he's taking us, um, but 
it was yeah we we got right in the car we're like well if we're gonna get a game we might as well, like he knows where he's he's got his boots in the back like there was a ball in the back so we're like all right he's it's he must be going to soccer <laughs> that's awesome man hey, what about you bianca what's your what's your moment you want i know you got a lot of stuff are you like only aki or you got all, all all kind of stuff no um yeah so i obviously started with hockey and that's probably one of my pure moments but i guess um i also pole vaulted in college for a bit so that's a super weird sport not a lot of people do it um and i did have the opportunity in college to actually go back and coach my high school team because they didn't have a coach their coach actually happened to be an old um friend of mine from college who was a football player who was coaching pole vaulting so um (laughs) And that was a really great experience. But I would say, regardless of the running, the pole vaulting, soccer, um, I had a very athletic family, so we all were just like, grab a ball, grab a glove, go out and do whatever. But I would say probably my purest moment um, had to be when I was five, right? So when you're five years old, that's when travels teams start to happen in hockey. And where I grew up in Connecticut, there were no girls teams at that time. Actually, there were no girls teams really kind of across the country until five to six years that I started playing. So it was my first year of travel, I'm on an all boys team, and it's like halfway through the season and I haven't scored yet. And so I go with my dad, Saturday morning game, cold as hell. Dom can totally attest to this. When you're playing hockey outside, you don't know that you have hands or feet. Like you just lose them at some point. Um, And you're also like five or six, so you're all running at the puck. You have no idea how to actually play the game. Wait a minute, like you guys, like you guys in the states, you actually like play outside, like for like real games. Yeah. No, we don't pull any Quebecois shit. We just like go, and they have actual stands. What? There are twenty of one in one neighborhood. This was the whole the whole league was like this. Like every game was at an outdoor rink. No, so we drove like an hour and a half to go to this really random place. It was called Washington, Connecticut. Um, and I'll never forget it because I'm like six years old being like, why do we have a Washington, Connecticut? We have a new London. Like these cities don't make sense. Um, I was already annoyingly curious at that age. So some of them were outdoors, but the great part about outdoor rinks a lot of the time is they actually have cages instead of glass. So this one had a cage and obviously we're five. So we're below the boards anyway. So no one's going to really just feel like they're in an MMA fight. Um, but you really all chase, it's like watching herds. Like you just chase the puck and the parents watch the kids chase the puck. Um, so we're in front of the net and I kid you not, it is four people from my team, which means one of the defensemen is clearly just wanting to be a forward and everyone on their team in front of the net, goalies on the ground. I somehow managed to get puck on my stick and just push it through like I am curling by the goalie skate, because um, once again, you're five. You can't lift the puck. You're all just like, yeah. it's a mess. It's like broom ball in school. Uh, it is equivalent like sweep, to that. Sweep at that in point. the kitchen. Exactly. <laughs> um, if you're lucky. Uh, and actually, back then, so now they play with blue pucks, which is a lighter weight. So that age can actually lift it or be a little okay. bit more engaged with the puck. But we still had the black one, which was heavier. Um, so, you know, it goes in. My teammates all jump on top of me. I jump up and my dad is standing right outside the glass, AKA the cage that we're in. Um, And my dad notoriously wore a black cowboy hat, a black fleece jacket, black khakis, and loafers to hockey games. You will never see a more out of sight man 
at a game. He would just stand in the corner with his hat. And I look up, and the first thing I see is the hat. And then I see his arms go up. And then my arms go up. And we're just standing, looking at each other. Like, we just did it! Um, and I remember he carried... That was the first time and the last time my dad carried my hockey bag to the car. <laughs> because he was like, you deserve it today. Um, but I would say that was my purest moment because... That was the first time I ever got that athletic adrenaline of, this is amazing. I feel on top of the world. And then also, you know, I was the youngest of five, right? So yeah. oh. my dad made the time to come drive me. Yeah, big athletic family. Um, so you know, everybody else had already had their first goal at this point. <laughs> and then some. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was my turn. It was my turn to shine. And, you know, my dad was really the big pusher for all of us to play hockey. So that to me was, you know, probably my purest moment that I can, like, I can't stop smiling as yeah. I talk about it, right? Because, <laughs> um, you know, also when you think back to when you started athletics, you think of the mini version of you, and it's hard not to think about the progress that you make, right? You know, yeah. Ryan, when you're going to a different country and you're like, I just want to play the game, right? Mm-hmm. And that had to start from somewhere. So uh, yeah, and, I was kind of and just remember, that. like, for me, like, just like, just like. I play hockey like in a league, and we we in Canada we have like arenas, so we we play actually inside, so it's kind of different a bit. <laughs> but like I remember like the best moment for me was like when I was ten actually, and I was playing hockey with my friends that didn't play in a league, and we every like every night we just go and go down the down the road, and here in, in Quebec there's like hockey rinks like every neighborhood has one, so. Right now, like just beside my house, there's like one there, and there's like two beside. There's like three, like in a really tight circle, like really easy to get to. So for us, like we always like go down over there, and as a typical Quebecer guys, you just took the the shovel and you shovel the snow for like five, ten minutes, like to make sure the ice is nice. And then after that, that's what we do over here. I know it's not like something that you guys do in in a, in a America, but we. We all like throw the sticks in in a in a in a circle. Like everyone, the one that wants to play, you throw your sticks in a in a circle, and then there's someone who goes on their knees and is like, okay, and do like two teams, and that's that's how I we love play. That. Yeah, that's how we play in Quebec, and, and everywhere you go in Quebec, it's always starting like this. Like people throw their sticks in a, in a, in the center of the of the ice, and then teams teams make uh, are made. And then after that, you just play like like random like five on five, no goalies, and you're when you tire, you just go out and somebody get, get gets in. It's like a cool rotation, like you don't like. Uh, and when you're and when it's like eight eight to eight p.m., me and my buddy like we just like okay, time to leave. And I remember like every the one thing I, re- I always remember is like my feet were like fr- frozen, like frozen every every time, and I was literally like crying every night going back from the uh, the ice ring like there was like five minute walk and like crying like to go like to my place because my my feet were like just like it was freezing and then after that it was like when it get uh, hotter a little bit so that feeling oh, oh the worst yeah <laughs> but every night and then i come in i was like crying with my mommy <laughs> like 10 year old crying to his mommy and then she made me the hot cocoa like and, and get me through the bat and then and it, that was it that was my that was my like hockey experience so like, i did a lot of hockey like in a like in a league and stuff like that but that was like the the most like 
for me, like when I remember hockey, it's about like outside hockey, and I still go. Actually, I went today. <laughs> I just went today with my kids, just after school. The the the, the place where was not open to, so we can like uh, lace it up. So like every parents like just there was like four parents like me in the back of the car like lacing up like the the, the skate for the for the kiddos, and after that we just played like. Uh, now it's COVID, so we can't play that much with others, but we like play a, a two on two and stuff like that. So I have a big family, so I can actually already like play two on twos. You have a team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a built in team. Four yeah. kids equals a built in team. It's crazy, right? <laughs> also, you're tying their skates? Come on. They got to learn how to do it themselves they, sometime. Uh, yeah, my, my, my oldest daughter is doing, she, she's doing, uh, uh, she's doing it. My my son, he's nine right now, so he's doing it too. It's just my other one, my, my, two, my, my seven year old. Uh, the one I told you, who was like the most athletic girl or man or whatever that I ever seen, like she she can't lace it up right now, so I have to I have to do it for right now. But, but probably next year, next year she wants she actually wants you to join a a, a real like hockey league because she she's real good though she she skate like she's real fast. It's, it's crazy. Is she the is she the star of your of your four kids? Of this of the team, athletic? you're making him pick. Pick a favorite. I don't know. No, no, no. What do you mean? What do you mean by star? Is she is she the best athlete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, four yeah. Kids, uh, she's yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Without and, a doubt, just yeah, goes like, for the every, throat. Yeah, but every like everyone in the, in the house like they, they just know like they, her name is Adele. She's like she used like she when my my wife's not there so I can I can talk. But when when she was three, she actually. She start to do like bicycle, but I refuse to do like the, the little little uh, wheels because my older older like daughters, she t- it took forever because of the, of those little wheels. So I said, all right, we're we're gonna start and we just I'm just gonna show you. We had one uh, one bike without the pa- the the paddle, so we just like mm-hmm. push yourself on the ground and just whoa. And then one day, one night uh, one day like my, my wife went to work. I was like, all right, Adele, come here, all right. Now we're gonna start like with the pedal and right now, so and she did it like just like this, like on the first on the first time, and she never looked back. And that summer, um, so did, she did that at three. Okay, so at three she started like actually do like bicycle. Okay, like and then at four just that summer, she st- uh, she was three and a half, so she started doing mountain bike. <laughs> So she was like doing mountain bike like with us like because we love mountain bike. I love mountain bike now. It's like my uh, one of our purest moments when I can go outside and do and do this like do mountain bike. And she did it when I was and, and after that like every sport, she just pick it up like it's just crazy. And we have the one time like Bianca, you gotta come in, in Quebec and I'm gonna show you like in the, in our uh, in our place we have that like. Like Ninja Warrior stuff, like I, I built it last summer because of the COVID, we had nothing to do, and so I, ha- I have this big, big, big like, like, uh, like thing that you can, they can climb and stuff like that. And she's like, she's doing like every trick you can like imagine, and it's like, uh, and now she's like skateboarding and like she learns stuff like, just like that. And now she's hockey, and then she plays soccer. She's too like, like she, oh yeah, I play soccer at at, at the rec uh, today at school. Oh, we went. Yeah, it was cool. I score seventeen goals. Then like, what? <laughs> so like she so humble. Yeah, no, she she just doesn't know. She's like I score like seventeen goals. Like what? Oh no, that was a compliment. I was like, yeah, she has it down yeah, pat yeah. already. <laughs> so yeah, so she she's the one. Like oh, on the athletic side, she's the one <laughs> for sure. Dom, I gotta know. I feel like 
in the last week even of talking to you've been you've played like 18 is there a single sport that you don't play like you were cross-country skiing when i was texting you the yeah. other day you were out playing hockey today you just said you got a, a friggin jungle gym in your house like is there anything that you that you don't play actually no i, I just love sport like and that's I, I i think that's why i invented the sport because i, I it's such a, a deep love for the sport but it was never for me about basketball. It was mostly about like competition. I love like competition, and I love the part of basketball that I really love was the crafting the skills. I'm more of a, uh, a Steph Curry style or Kyrie Irving. Like I need like to feel the ball and stuff like that. Drills. And I love that stuff. Like in the summertime, like that that was basketball for me. Like when when there was like no leagues, that was that was basketball for me. So my 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 best moment about basketball is never about like playing a game. It's always about like. But the training or just a three-on-three, one-on-one that I used to do, like, just, like, freelance. Uh, so so I'm, I'm really, like, a freelance. So I play I – th- I think we talk about, like, I play squash, too. So I love squash. Yeah. So that's – yeah, that's my that's my go-to, actually. I can't play right now, but it's my go-to, actually. I love, like, the, the energy in squash. I'm, I don't do skateboarding that much, though. Like, uh, skateboarding, my, my kiddos are really good. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I just follow them a little bit. I try not to hurt myself when I go, like, in the pool and stuff like that. But I'm not good. I'm really not good. I do surf. I love surf. So, I go, like, I, I go in Maine. I, I used to go Maine to go surf. And then now we go, like, Costa Rica, stuff like that. Just before COVID hit, we were, like, in surfing for, like, two weeks with with the, with, the, with my family. With, like, my, my wife, she loves surfing, too. So, surfing, surfing is kind of my... I love the feeling. I love like cross country skiing. I love it too. But mostly, it's the new thing that my wife told me, uh, like taught me actually. The uh, you know, there's like classical, in the mm-hmm. so I like that classical stuff. But it's okay. But there's like skating, like in cross like they do like the I don't know. What, do they call it skating? I think skating. It's just it, it looks like skating like on a on ice on on snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's so tough. Like learning that, like no man, because learning the classical, classical is like oh, you're just kind of walking, but like and gliding. But this, like, there's nothing like your, there's nothing like it. So it's so tough. Like the the first like five times I went there, I was like, so, like I was like, I'm burned after like uh, ten minutes. I was like, okay, honey, like like I can't I can't go no more. Like uh, it's too tough. And and then like I, I keep going, keep going. I'm gonna I'm gonna go tomorrow morning. Like I have like set up in my agenda right now like i, I want to go like just that like, we have a place just beside my house that we can go so um, that that's my new thing that's my new thing like in a in a winter time in a summertime i love the 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 mountain bike stuff like it's it's just new for me like uh, to learn that there's a lot over here in quebec we're just blessed with like a lot of mountains a lot of stuff and the cool stuff about those sports you don't need a lot of like, big mountains you just need like small stuff i don't do like the down the the downhill skit the downhill trails yeah, people like are confused sometimes because they hear people talk about like mountain bi- mountain bike and they think about the uh, downhill stuff. I don't do stuff like I'm old. Like, I'm 39. Like, like I don't want to get hurt. So, I, but I, I like to go up like hills and stuff like that. And it's pretty cool actually to go with your kids because they can actually they, they do it with you. They they go they, they can't go like up that much because it's too it's too difficult. But you like can right. escape you. Yeah, but you like okay go. I'm going left, going left, and just get out of the way and you, and you try it and it's kind of a good a cool cool challenge to do actually so i love i love to do it and when i when we have time with no kids me and my wife we always like try to go like uh, mountain bike in the summertime we have so much mountains over here so it's pretty it's really nice like you, you have to try it if you come to quebec it's like a new attraction seriously like 
like 10 years ago that was not like non-existent but now like when you go like on a good day there's people like everywhere like in that uh, there's two mountains like they're pretty near like 25 minutes from here like people everywhere and, and the feeling of the feeling of mountain biking it's really nice though it's uh it's a uh, it's a uh, really a cool cool type of sport uh, like uh like i i, I can't describe it but you, the for athletes or people that like to the challenge of like going up so it's like really intense when you go up and then when you go down you have to be like really careful because it's go fast and stuff like that and you can really like hit some like <laughs> some trees and stuff like that so but i i think everything that, that that i do like in sport it's all come down to the sport that i actually invented because because it's always like i'm always thinking about oh i like i like that feeling i like that feeling of squash i like that feeling of this sport Oh, uh, like the line change in the, I think we talked about that, like Ryan at some point, mm -hmm. like the line change on hockey. I think that's the best thing ever in sport. That That's so exciting. Now for me, I don't know, Bianca, if you like it, but like for me, like from like other sports, I think it's great. It's nice to have like a line change and stuff like that. And uh, so uh, that, that I like every sport. Like, so not, not on TV though. Like so some, some sport like, like hockey on TV, nah, not that much. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a TV guy for hockey. There's certain sports that are much better to watch, and then there's some sports that are better to play, and then some sports that are better to see live. Like they each have their own elements that that work. Yeah, pro probably UFC. I don't want to. I don't want to do. <laughs> Just watch. <laughs> I'll stay out of the cage. <laughs> so right, I'll stay, go to more to the hockey cage. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, I said I'll stick with that one versus the UFC cage. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> So Bianca, did you have like a, some? Uh, you didn't have some fights. Uh, you don't fight like girls don't fight in hockey. Oh, do I? Did I have a fight? Um, yes, I did. Oh, so, come on. so I played boy. So to make the caliber that I was at, I needed to continue playing with the guys, and that went all the way up through checking. Once again, they switched the rules. So instead of starting to hit at 13, 14, you're starting at 15, 16. Okay. Um, and so the first year of checking. I realized that if I had my ponytail out, I was getting hit from behind a lot. And that's, you know, obviously really scary. Concussions, things like that. You know, 13-year-old boys, you find the girl with the ponytail. Bang. She's a defenseman. Right. Um, so I started to tuck my ponytail into my helmet. And we're playing a game. And I am like a defenseman in every single way, if you were to list out the qualities. Okay. And my biggest thing is if you touch my goalie after the whistle... You, you're just going to regret it. For real? Um, you like that? A hundred percent. Like, like I, <laughs> I like to think that I'm like the nicest, bubbliest person, but you touch my goalie. Just pray. Like, so these two guys, one of them much bigger than me, slashes my goalie on the wrist who is already covering the puck. So I push him. He proceeds to go for both of my shoulders with fists and pushes me back his buddy comes in and from the side tries to hit me to which i push him and then immediately buddy tries to punch me i move and then clock him under the chin strap so it goes up gives him a bloody nose really uncomfortable in hockey uh all of my teammates at this point have like come over <laughs> And <laughs> they're like, what is happening? Um, my goalie went and like pushed the first guy back. But clearly, you know, I'm dealing with this Goliath looking dude. Ref takes us both to the benches. 
I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Take off my helmet, even take it out of the ponytail, shake it all out, knock on the person who's running the clock to get the attention of the guy in the other box. And so she looks at me kind of confused. I'm like, can you get him? Um, and she knocks on it and then points to me and I just wave. I'm like, hi, I'm a girl and I just kicked your ass. Um, <laughs> jaw drops, still bloody from oh, the chin strap. My coach is right next to me because it's the box is right next to the defensive door. And I just hear him laughing. And my dad, when I'm being taken away to the penalty box, is clapping and whistling. <laughs> but I that's, kept a proud, my ha- that's a proud dad moment. Oh, completely. You, you, um, you told I, me like the, the like the other teams like when you play with boys because it's like hockey, you have a, you have a, your your full gears. They didn't know like they were playing a girl. My hair was tucked. You have a mouth guard in. You're not really looking yeah. much at their face. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I was I was tall at a young age. Okay. So I was taller than even some of my guy teammates. So yeah, then I kept my hair out the rest of the game. He and his buddy did not shake my hand at the end, to the point that my coach made them come back because he told his coach. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, I definitely once again, like you, you touch my goalie, it is a very different thing. Um, but besides that, no, I was, I was not a big fighter. Um, I just tried to do my job. That's it. That's but <laughs> I was gonna say maybe we should have got you in UFC. <laughs> maybe the cage. Um, no, but like to Dom's point, you know, once you're an athlete, you know, you try and engage in a bunch of other sports. So I've taken up boxing recently in COVID, and then fencing. Um, and I played Dom, and I've talked about playing squash. Yeah. I mean, Andrew, were there any sports you know outside of soccer that was either like your release or you found interesting and just kind of went hands first into? Yeah, I mean, I played. I mean, I, I played every sport growing up pretty much. Like, I, I played soccer from a young age. I skied. I snowboarded. Uh, I played basketball through high where, school. So where do you I, snowboard? Uh, in New Hampshire. I've, I've gone a bunch. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll go up to, like, in Vermont, go to, like, Killington. Yeah, okay. Uh, do Sunday River in, in Maine. Like, those, okay. I'll yeah. hit those. So I, I'll be all over the place. Um, but, yeah, so I did those from a young age. Like, played baseball all kind of up through – 13, 14 years old, wiffle ball in the backyard. Like, grew up in New Hampshire, played a lot of pond hockey. Like, my neighbors yeah. played a rink in their backyard. So, I'd always kind of gotten to that. Um, I ran track. Like, I, I, I kind of got in on, on everything. Like, soccer and basketball were, like, the two that I kind of stayed with the longest. And that, mm-hmm. like, I played at probably, like, the highest level. Um, but all those other sports, like, growing up, I was actually telling this story this morning to somebody at work. But, like, I had, I had two younger brothers and then – it, I swear the rule in our neighborhood was like no girls allowed because every single house was like two boys, three boys, five boys, like three boys, like and there was it was this like just this cir- it was the, this big circle and every family was like boys from the ages of you know seven to fourteen and it was just constant like backyard games like we we used to sell like tickets to the na- like go knocking door to door like sell what? tickets sell tickets to our wiffle ball games like. What? We'd have like fire pits in, in a, at the hockey rink in the backyard. Um, so, I mean, the tickets were like 25 cents and they'd be like in somebody's bedroom. So nobody was actually sitting up there, but we'd, we'd sell the tickets. Um, right. But yeah, so I, I, I kind of played a little bit of everything growing up. <laughs> That's a great story though. <laughs> Selling tickets to the game, I like that. You guys I was play- always a little entrepreneurial. Yeah, like, that's it. Like, okay. Do you guys play hockey? Do you guys play hockey like, uh, like 
I used to play hockey like in the street. Is that something like that you guys do? Like because I I used to do it a lot. Oh, like yeah. that was something that that when I was younger. That we don't. At some point in Quebec, they they had a, a law actually in Quebec to say that you're you're not allowed to do hockey in the street. And, and just like last year, they they canceled it because the people were like, hey, this, this, it's a we can't do, we can't go like this is like a hockey place over here. It's like. It's like a country natural, like to natural to. It's to, on your money, like it's ingrained <laughs> in you. Yeah, but like we used to play a lot of hockey, like just in the street. That was something I like uh, that I love to do, like that three on three. I have I had cousin that that played three on three in, in, in like in the street, and it was bloody stuff. Like that that's one thing that I don't like about hockey though is the stick stuff. Like when men men oh, yeah. men were men are not meant to play with sticks like when they play with sticks they get kind of crazy and it's it's really like it's really that sport it's really easy like to get mad if you get some somebody slashing you 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 have something in your hand actually to just like oh you just slash me and then <laughs> and then you hit back and then it gets escalated like really fast so that's one thing about the sport like, i think uh, that's why i quit actually <laughs> in hockey because like it was too violent <laughs> and and that's what i think you know It's, it's so awesome that I realized that all of us have, like, played at one time on this call. And, you know, the street games with your neighbors was probably, like, the best part yeah. of growing up with the sport for me, right? Because it's not that aggressive. It's your friends. You're all just giggling <laughs> and running around. Um, so there was no pressure to, like, be this athlete yeah. or to really, like, score, be it some certain type of statistic. You were just having fun. Um, Did you guys ever play like basement knee hockey? Like that was big. That was huge oh, for me. Like right. Let me tell you. Hockey. At the beginning of quarantine, did I go to Amazon and order a knee hockey kit? Absolutely. They were like sold out. They were impossible to get. I tried to get one too. What? What's, what's well, a, I must what's have a knee, beat. What's a knee hockey kit? Dog. Why a kit? Because it gives you both sticks. It gives you both nets, and it gives you the balls. Uh, I, so. I, I used to do. I used to go only like like in the hallway. We had a big hall, hallway like in my in, the, in my place when I, apartment when I was, was young, and we were just actually the thing we were doing actually was like going to the ground and we had the this ball of paper and then we roll with with uh, hockey with like, the hockey tape and then slap it and just like and my, it, it drove my mom crazy because like we were like messing like dishes and stuff like that and me and my friend he was like living just. My best friend when I was growing up, crazy story, okay? He was like, uh, "There's my, that's my my apartment." I open the door and take two step. That's his apartment, and we end up being like the top two like basketball player like nearly in the province. So and we were like just like just beside each other Neighbors. like, so, yeah, and we were, we were doing all those type of stuff like that like smashing smashing the ball and like playing like hockey. Like the uh, how, how you call it hockey with the uh, with the sticks like the little oh uh, like table hockey yeah table hockey but we were like yeah. oh. we were doing we were doing it and then bubble hockey that's what it is bubble bubble hockey, hockey. Yeah. and then we were, were so. filming filming it like a, a, on a camera and we were just like like telling like everything oh Sakic pass to Lindros and da, da, da. not Lindros Lindros not not in Quebec though <laughs> and then we do like all the kind of the the, the radio the radio stuff uh, so that was good memories. <laughs> Awesome. So right and right, do you have like a some memories that, about like a, some stuff about basketball? You say you play basketball. So how, how tall are you? I'm not tall. 
That's, that's all. That's why the ba- that's why the basketball <laughs> career ended. But I uh, no, I I played all through all through high school. Um, was on a couple of very good basketball teams. Uh, my senior year of high school, we actually lost in the in the New Hampshire state championship. Okay. Um, double overtime, heartbreaker. Ouch. Um, but yeah, so I played played hoop all through all through high school. Um, and I like to think of myself as I was I was tough. I was a good defender. I could like take a lot of charges keep guys in front of me like I think my soccer skills kind of translated on the defensive end of the floor and had good like instincts to get in passing lanes and then was kind of just like the floor general was facilitate like wouldn't necessarily score a lot but would kind of like get to the free throw line distribute that was sort of my my move but uh yeah so I play I, I love basketball and like I still think like I, I mean I played at a higher level of soccer, but like basketball might still be my like first love and like favorite sport to <laughs> two, play. Two things that doesn't exist like right now, like taking charge and making free throws. When you play street balls, I love yeah, street balls. None of that. So it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't translate very well when I go no. to play pickup because they're like, oh, this guy's gonna try and take charges. <laughs> That's one thing about basketball. Like you you, you can't take charges. <laughs> in a, in I'm a, good in a very organized setting. Like I can run an offense. I can run a set. I can like high screen roll. I can do all that stuff. But gotcha. when you try and get like I'm good in the open floor. Like I can do okay there. But but if if you're trying to get into street ball, like that's where I I, I get in trouble. <laughs> that's all good. Hey, so hey, let's wrap it up today. I, I think it was really nice actually. Like uh, I love and, and we're gonna have some some guests coming up. So I didn't want to have like you guys to drop every like uh, memories uh, down the memory line right now. Right now, uh, I just think it's gonna be awesome like to have like some guests coming up like in, in the next weeks and stuff like that. And it's gonna be awesome to have a. I think the purest sports moment is something that I, I'm just discovering like all the story and it's just it, it's gonna bring back some of the stuff for me like uh, and just like oh yeah I uh, I remember remember when I used to do this and this and uh, all kind of stuff so it's gonna be I think it's gonna be awesome. There are a lot of sports stories you find out very quickly. You start telling one and then you're like, oh shit, there's, I've got 12 more piggyback. I forgot this. about the punching one until he brought that up. It's been years. Probably not my best thing to introduce myself with, but I'm here for it. No, but it's, it's cool though. Like it's just because of hockey, like I don't, I don't like fighting in hockey though, but like, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, it's something that and I was just wondering because when I was finishing my career as a hockey player, it's because like all the checking was coming and all the kind of a fighting talk were coming. And I was like, nah, that's not for me. I, I don't want that stuff. So I kind of quit on hockey, but I love hockey. And, but I, I just, I was just wondering like how, how it was like for a girl actually like playing with, with, with boys because at, at that age, sometimes like some of them are pretty big and stuff like that. So like the checking part, like I'm guessing like you can get like concoos and stuff like that. Like it's, it can be, it can be hard. I, I think. Yeah, so that, that that was why I was asking. For sure, but do not put a basketball in my hands at any point, either one of you. It will go poorly. <laughs> I do not have hand-eye coordination. I don't know how I got through hockey and pole vault. That's that's. I'm gonna leave it at that. But that's strange though, because when I was coaching like basketball back in the days, hockey players like actually like translate pretty good on. They don't translate well on running stuff because on running because it's they're not used to running, but they normally they translate well on like decision making because they used to have their head around and, and look around and they're pretty good some of them are pretty good with eye like eye and coordination right no, normally because uh i don't know like it's a norm normally pretty, normally no, but nor, no, but normally like because you have a stick and you have to control a puck it's it's not it's not easy actually to do as a sport like to control a puck through a stick 
so yeah, it's a. It's but no, to to Ryan's point, you know, I think hockey translated well in the fact that you know defensively I knew what to do, but shooting I will miss every time. I do not think I've ever won a game of horse. Oh. So. <laughs> Gonna keep keep me in the defensive zone, and I will be a happy camper. All right. Oh, uh, last question for you, Bianca. What, what kind of a what's your favorite uh, uh, hockey hockey shot? Is that a slap shot, the wrist shot, or just the the sw the swap around? I don't know how you call all you call that. The wraparound. Yeah, not is that a wraparound that you call like the when you're you just like take the puck and just like rip, like like without the wrist. Uh, oh, like a snap, like a like a wrist shot. shot? Or a no, snapshot. No, Thank the, you, Ryan. There, there's three shots. Like, there's a snapshot. Snapshot, slap shot, and wrist shot. Oh, what's, what's, the, what's the second one? I, I, I'm francophone, so I, that, that, you, you said two times the same thing. Slap and snap are different. Oh, okay. What, what, what is... So, what, what is, so if you think about, like, all three of them, yeah. snap is the middle. So the wrist, you really line up for it. You transfer your weight. Yeah, okay. You roll yeah. over your wrists, yeah. and you aim. Snap is really... You don't line up for it. Yeah. Okay. It's just off, but yeah. you have the same wrist motion. Yeah. And then slap is the transfer of weight. And what's, without... what's your, as a defensor, what's yours? Oh, a one-timer, 100%. Oh, yeah? I would line up on the left side. I was a righty. So I'd get the pass and just, Bow. you hit it in. Nice. Like yeah. PK Subban stuff. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> I am sad that he left Nashville just as I get here. But yeah, he left Montreal. We're all sad actually over here because he was doing some great stuff with the foundation stuff, and it was like, what, what, why? So are Dom, we he's left you, he's left me, and now he's gone to New England to be with Ryan. So I like that feels <laughs> at least a little fair to me. Yeah, I didn't talk. I didn't think we we're gonna talk so much hockey on that first first episode. You never know what's going on. <laughs> you never know and that's the beauty of it all right yes it's perfect all right see you guys <laughs>